So hello again, welcome everyone, and hello again, Alita. Welcome to, again, another one of our conversations about aware parenting. So glad that we're here. Hello, good <laughs> hello. to be here. Yay. So for, for this one, we're really wanting to talk more about the, the effects of aware parenting, and we can talk a little okay. bit about um, you being a grandparent, and a little bit about how it is for uh, parents who are wanting to practice aware parenting and, and how that is with their parents. So talking about some of those things today. So okay. should we start? Because I really remember, and you may remember this, when, when my daughter was little and um, I was really wanting to know what would, what would people be like when they, if they were brought up with this approach without punishments and rewards and, and shaming and all of those things and, and listening to their big feelings and finding mm -hmm. ways to meet their needs and, and really working in that very cooperative way. And what, you know, what on earth would they be like when they're grown up and when they're adults and when they're parents themselves? And I know you have experience not only with your own children, but um, parents that you've worked with who now their children are, are grown up and parents themselves. So I'd love to hear if you, you know, want to share about that, what you see in the next generation. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, my own experience, um, I, my husband and I have a very close relationship with both of our children as adults. And I think that's, that's probably the most important thing. Uh, we just feel very close and we love spending time with them. They love spending time with us. And, <laughs> um, communicate well and yes. um and i i think i i've observed this and also from what people told me that the i think the differences um to, to children raised this way are most noticeable in in men oh. in boys raised this way um because um these these boys who are raised with aware parenting they they grow up to be compassionate and 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 they're not afraid of tender feelings and, and crying and yes. they're they're not prone to angry outbursts or violence like so many men are who haven't been raised this way yes. um i mean the world is full of compassionate women but we we need more men who are in touch with their feelings and who compassionate yes. uh, and, and it's partly the way that our, our we raise boys yeah and uh, so i certainly see this in my son and my grandson who's now 14 I, they're 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 nice men i, I mean you know <laughs> <laughs> um and that's what other people tell me too they see that in their sons and uh in terms of parenting I, one thing that, that struck me with my son when he became a parent was that he he, he just seemed to, it just seemed to come naturally to him this approach it didn't come naturally to me yes. you know i had to make an effort oh okay, yes. crying that's probably good i need to listen <laughs> uh you know and like okay now how do you do this without punishment you know and, um, yes. <laughs> how do you, how do you get cooperate? It seems to come naturally to him. So, yeah, because he was raised this way, and he doesn't get triggered by strong emotions by his yeah. kids' strong emotions. And so, I noticed that. Actually, I first noticed that when he was five years old, and his little sister was born. And yes. He just wasn't holding her when she cried. Yeah. He just held her and loved her and paid attention. And 
um, he totally got it, I, I, you know. <laughs> and that's when I had a first clue. I thought, oh, he's going to be a good father. <laughs> father, he's going to be a good father, you know. And he yeah. is. So yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I'm bragging about him. But, oh, I um, love your bragging about him. <laughs> bragging about my kids. Yay. Um, but other people are telling him the same things. Yes. It, it's... Uh, it really does work. You know, when they were growing up, I was already teaching this approach, doing workshops before they were grown up. Yes. And um, I didn't really know how they were going to turn out. And people kept warning me, oh, just wait till adolescence, just wait till the teenage years, you know. <laughs> You'll see, you know. <laughs> we just kind of sailed through the teenage years. This was, um, they didn't rebel. Yeah. I mean, they didn't really have anything to rebel against. Um, they grew up and became independent, but it didn't involve these clashes you hear so much about, these power struggles, you know. Yes. So I was really glad that that. that <laughs> <laughs> I found the teenagers easier than the toddlers. Uh, yeah. Really. Yeah. Yes, because like the it's like the foundations, isn't it? That's my experience. The foundations, yeah. the foundations are there. Yeah, and I, I wasn't perfect parent. Nobody is. Oh, I mean, I'm babies. certainly not. <laughs> yeah, and the, you know, but the nice thing about this whole approach is that you can repair your mistake. You can help you heal. You can change. You can do it. Try something different. Yes. Um, and you can have if they're you know if they were angry at me if I made a mistake. I tried time out with my son once i mean you know he uh and, and you know you can repair these things um and they're not damaged forever and you can still have a good relationship so yeah i yeah. love that and i think it's so important to hear from you because i think it can be so easy can't it for people to idealize and say well i'm you know and i'm not perfect but no, yeah. none of us is, and it's an ongoing yeah. learning journey, isn't it? I often say as well, you know, each generation as well, it kind of is, is not kind of, but is evolving, evolving from the next. Yeah. And I wonder yeah. how, if you're happy to share anything about your grandchildren, you know, second, second generation having been raised in these kinds of ways. Is there, you know, what's that like? What do you see? Oh, do my you share anything? Fantastic. Of yeah, course. Of course they are. grandchildren are fantastic. No, yeah. mine are especially fantastic. Yeah, of course <laughs> they are. Mine, right? yes. um, no, they're really a delight. They are delightful. Yeah. yeah. Um, about grandparenting. Um, yes. I'd love to hear about that too. I, I, it's actually, I love being a grandmother. It's actually, um, it's very different than being a parent. You know, I can, I find it easier to play with them. I mean, I was pretty good playing with my own children, but my grandchildren, I find it even easier because I don't have to worry about anything else. I don't have to worry about, you know, I don't, the, the doctor and the dental appointments. I don't have to worry about their education. <laughs> <laughs> Time, homework. And and it's so yeah, fun. It's yeah. really fun. And and they don't live nearby, so we have a Skype relationship. But when we do see them, yes. you know, about twice a year, it's for for a good week at a time. And I just spend the whole week playing. <laughs> I'm not sure I could keep that up if they live nearby, <laughs> but. <laughs> um, it's it's just easy for me to just 
um, enjoy them that way. So lovely. Yeah. Are you happy to share? Is there one particular kind of game or type of play that you that you really enjoy or that you're happy to share with us? Um, just I, I I've I've been. I tried all these ideas in my book, Attachment Play, before yeah. I wrote the book. I tried them out of my grandchildren, oh, and, oh, and I, I'm <laughs> trying them out as they grow older. I'm trying to find out to what age these particular approaches work. You yes. Know? So, um, yeah, I, it's um, just a lot of nonsense play we've been doing yeah. together, and um, uh, they're all doing They're ten and um, fourteen now. Yes. yes. Um, but a lot of a lot of that. Yeah. What's in that book still works with teenagers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just a bit, but particularly nonsense play. So. Yeah. Silly and goofy and. Yeah. Great. Oh, I love hearing. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> um, so similar thing. Oh, and do you do you want to say anything as well? Uh, in terms of how you see the importance of grandparents and, and other extended family members in children's lives. Yeah, I think grandparents are very important. Um, even when they're not aware grandparents. I mean, obviously, they're abusive. No, you don't want it having to with abusive grandparents. But, um, uh, you know, if they're not perfect, that's okay. Because children have it different relationship with their grandparents anyway than with their parents yes and different relationship with each parent yes um, and and you know um it's i think it's important for children to have that connection with their with their their ancestors you know as much as possible yeah. um, just to feel a sense of belonging a sense of family this is my family um and, and you know you learn we don't choose our families. <laughs> we, 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 there are families. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a good learning experience even when we're not perfect, other members of the family. Yes, yeah. And it's not the end of the world if, if the, the grandmother feeds the child to stop him from crying, you know, and doesn't yes. get it about crying. That's not the end of the world. Maybe, maybe that grandmother is much better than, than we are at, at, at reading the same story 20 times. <laughs> yes. you know? yes. So everyone has their strengths yeah. um, and, and weaknesses when it comes to relating to children. Um, Absolutely. I love that. And that really takes us into the next question I wanted to ask you, which is, is and I'm sure you have this a lot, too in the in the parents that come to you is that parents often come and because they're they're wanting to practice aware parenting doing so many things differently to how they were raised and yeah. challenging that can be sometimes and how their parents can sometimes experience that as being judged and it can be really tricky sometimes navigating yeah it can be yeah it can be tricky and and some of the families who consult with me they've chosen not to live near the grandparents because the grandparents were abusive or had the potential to be abusive, or just didn't understand it. Um, yes. this approach. Others, um, you know, do do have the grandparents nearby, and uh, I, I one one guideline is to, um, you know, not try to um, talk about how to raise children in front of the children. <laughs> okay, yes. uh, and that's for couples, good, uh, good guideline for couples too. Yes. Wait till you've gone to bed. Wait till you're yeah. alone together. Um, 
to talk about these issues and certainly not when a conflict is happening. Yeah. Wait till everyone's calmed down. And then, you know, I think what happens with grandparents, parents and children was when, when grandparents, when our parents see us doing something differently than raising our children differently than how they raise us, yes. uh, they can feel criticized. Yeah. Even though we're not criticizing yeah. them in words, they're just saying, oh, she's doing it differently. Yes. Does that mean I did it wrong? Yeah. I, they feel criticized. You know, and some realize, yeah, this is better. Others, you know, don't want to go with admitting that it is better because then they'd have to feel guilty. Okay. And that's hard. And that's hard for anyone to feel that maybe, you know, they could have done it. So it's hard, isn't it, to 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 be with that. I find that for myself, to look back and to mourn what I didn't right. know or what I didn't do or what I didn't have the capacity right. to do or what I did do that I wish I hadn't. So it's a yeah. hard, isn't so it? If we can get to a place where we can actually appreciate our own parents yes. for what they did do well and, yes. and we're here, we survived. They must have done something right. They must have fed us at least, right? You know, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> housing, clothing, you know, yeah. even if we didn't get the emotional pain even though they punished us, they did some things right. Yes. Some things well, if we can appreciate our parents for that. Um, yes. And then we can just say, you know, there's, we have more information now about child development. I've learned exactly. something. Yeah. With my children, it doesn't mean you, you did it all wrong, but bear with me while I, I try it this way with my children, you know? And uh, would you be willing to read this book or this article? And um, yeah. kind of just uh, kind of put it in the context of, uh, appreciating them if we can get to that point <laughs> yes, yes and I don't know about you but I, I find often that can come with the journey can't it as as we see you know and we have challenging times ourselves as parents I certainly found that the more compassion I, I then gained for my own parents to see this is you know it's not it's not easy to to right. with consciousness and compassion and it is hard at times yeah. and often we can't get to that point until we have gone through the the healing yeah. from our own exactly. trauma that our parents caused. Yeah. You know, we need to go through that. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and you know, they, you know, we've all been damaged to a certain extent by our parents. Yeah. Right? Um, so we need to go through that healing and then yes. help us become better parents, but also help us be more compassionate. Yes. Yeah. It's a journey. It's, it's a such journey. a journey, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, that evolutionary journey each generation yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. oh thank you so much i so appreciate hearing your experience particularly as a grandparent and you know as you develop this approach so it's so so helpful for me and i'm sure so helpful for many people listening or watching so thank you so much and i look forward to our next conversation yes me too thanks Thanks. Bye. bye bye